It's the Brian and Jen podcast. She is the talented, talkative, tiddly tibular girl from Southern California. She's an independent woman who has busted some glass ceilings of her own. Jennifer Horn, who doubles as your conservative crusader. Whoa. Hi. I think I, wait, hold on, I think I have just. Hold on, let me hit my ears one more time. Seizure or a stroke emotion. Where are we? Where are we? We're doing the Brian and Jen podcast, Whitman. And this, by the way, this guy, you are Brian. We call you the lovable liberal and you're funny with an F. The F word. Really? (laughs) Yeah. 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 No, no, uh, no, but we're doing the podcast, right? Something happened. I, I, yeah, I, you're fine. You're we're great. We're working from home. It's, That's the there's issue. a pandemic. That's we're, the issue. But here you we are. Pro- we're back together again. Is, you know what the problem is? So many of us worked from home for so long, and we're now working from home. We started working from home, you know, after yeah. we contracted. We were late to the party. Yeah, sure. okay, yeah. We did it really backwards, late. actually. We, we, we were, we were, we were two nasal swabs late. Actually, two, right. four, six, eight. We were ten nasal swabs late uh, to the to that particular uh, party. But so many people worked from home for so long, and so many still are, that now that they transition back to work, guess what, Jennifer? They're dressing. They don't know like how to do still, it. They're dressing like oh, they're yeah. still at home. That's what's happening. They've gotten weak. Weak sauce is what I call them. Because here's the thing. We all have muscle memory, right? I'm not talking about your physical well-being. I'm talking about we oh, all know how to show? like. You, you want well, the gun Please hide those Hold things. On. I just don't think yeah, my heart right, can right. handle it. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. Hold on. Let me get. Let me get. That's the oh, microphone. Yeah. Let me get my, on... my magnifying glass out. Woo! Yeah. No, no. My arms, Jennifer. <laughs> oh. Okay. All right. All right. Keep going. It's a podcast. Keep going. Keep going. So here's the story. A lot of different, uh, it's an election year. People want to make a lot of statements. There's also a lot of political divide going. Black Lives Matter, a big one. Don't forget us. Say our name on social media, all of this. Well, now there are a couple of stories out about whether or not you should be able to keep your job based on a dress code. Like, is what you're wearing impacting your employment? Here's a story out of Newport News, which reminds me of this old clothing catalog my mother used to get called Newport News. It's fantastic. Oh, speaking of clothing, uh, Jennifer is never one reference away from clothing or fabric or fashion. Please. It's my hobby. I am a shopper. It's your hobby. Or I used I to be when retail was open in California. You remember those stores? Yeah, they're so nice. You Remember walk into Sephora? A mall. It used to smell like fabric and sweat tell, from all tell me about the people that used to sew the clothing together. Tell me about Sephora. Remember you go into Sephora? Oh, it's like heaven. Like, you know, if you can create your idea of heaven, you walk in and all the glitter and the colors and the palettes and the friendly people and the people spritzing you with stuff that smells good. Oh, God. Back yeah, droplets. Spritzing you with droplets. Not at any one store. Everything's ruined. Okay. Everything so, is ruined. In any case, Newport yeah, News, Virginia right. is the place. Hello. There's a Virginia man who said he was fired from his job at a shipyard for refusing to remove a hat supporting President Trump. Now, the, the newspaper, what the, hat, the said? hat said, I think it Trump 2020. Okay. The newspaper in town is a Virginian pilot, and they identified this person as Dave Sunderland. He's 55. He was fired from his job at Newport News Shipbuilding. Write that down. Newport News Shipbuilding. The private firm builds the I'm sorry, what type of, how'd you characterize their, wait, how'd you characterize their building? How'd you characterize their building? Shipbuilding. Oh, they build a ship. I, I thought he wasn't doing a good Women. job. At, they what? build a lot of ship is what they do. That's what I they're doing. I started the podcast. They're shipbuilders. I started the podcast with a seizure. Please don't. No, but this guy's a shipbuilder, and he and he he's a shipbuilder, and, 
And the, some management probably said, you know, forget the Trump hat. Look at the look at the ship bu- building. Look at the you ship know, you're building. <laughs> right. So they probably fired no, no. It had nothing to do with this <laughs> ship, actually. Good night, Gracie. Good night, Gracie. All right. Sunderland said that the Human Resources Department said he violated a policy that bars yard workers, or yard workers if you're in Massachusetts, from campaigning while on the job. Sunderland said he wore the hat as he walked from his car to his job inside the gates and sometimes during a safety meeting at the beginning of his shift. So he says he doesn't wear it off. Well, he, he says he, he was wore, not campaigning. But if it pleases the court, he says, admits he wore it on the job in defiance of company policy. Well, no, he said he walked, he wore it from his car to his work area and, and sometimes during a safety meeting. Do you right. think safety meetings happen during the work day? I think it's the- when they fill out those posters that said, we've been one day without, you know, a death defying accident, you know, which like we have in our break room. We're building and all By the this- way, I don't know who keeps cutting their finger off around this place, but whatever. Sunderland said he was not campaigning, but he was wearing a ball cap, and he told the newspaper that he's worn Trump hats to work every day for nearly four years, most recently one that said Trump 2020. Now, a spokesperson for the company, Dwayne Bourne, at Newport News Shipbuilding, said that shipyard workers are encouraged to participate in the political process, but to do it on their own time. Yeah, uh, uh, Dwayne Bourne here. That's uh, obviously true. Uh, That is our policy here. We did employee reviews in the first quarter before the droplets and the whole coronavirus. Corona. What did I Corona. say? The Corona. Macaroni, Corona right. COVID thing. And uh, we came to the conclusion that the shipbuildings going on here is uh, not up to par for the consumer. And uh, <laughs> we think something is wrong. With buying the, Navy ships, the consumer buying Navy ships. Well, I mean, the U.S. government is one of the largest consumers <laughs> probably on the planet. And we're sitting around here shipbuilding, and uh, it's not uh, up to snuff. So then we look at things like dress. Are people actually come? Dwayne Bourne said nothing of this. I'm now ad-libbing. We look right. at things like dress, and we wonder, are people being distracted? Uh, because if they were, the ship would, would, would be finer than what they're building. <laughs> So they look at this, guys. Uh, we're, we, we, hey, we love each other. We have fun. We hope you enjoy the Brian and Jen podcast. The guy was violating company policy. But I think, as a First Amendment warrior, it's right. all about, it's all about uh, reason. If someone wore a shirt mm-hmm. to work, it's political. Let me pick a political issue. I've got one. It's actually rather provocative. But it's for the purpose of this conversation. What if someone you see? Black I'm with Lives, stupid. It's the shirt. No, that you, I usually you wear that every day. And this company apparently has no problem <laughs> with that. I work with Jennifer on the podcast. She wears a shirt. I'm with, with the arrow to my mm-hmm. area where I, you know, it's to the a, left where you stand. <laughs> yeah, it's and then to I have I have a shirt for her with an arrow it goes around my waist because she's so far to the right. It goes around my waist and comes back around my, my the back of the lower lumbar region of my back. There's your anatomy mm-hmm. for the day. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yes. Uh, if you allow someone to come to work, Black Lives Matter. We see these signs. I saw signs yesterday, truly, in someone's yard for Black Lives Matter. What if someone came to work? Totally provocative. Black Lives Don't Matter T-shirt. It's a parody of their logo, and it's a, par- it's a work of parody. Um, and the motivation of the employer is actually unknown, of the employee is unknown because they don't even ask. They just say, that's an inappropriate shirt. Uh, you've worn it 
maybe he's worn it or she has worn it more than once, they got to take it off or they're fired. I think that would be an example where, yeah, you can't have someone that disruptive. This Trump thing brings, I guess, to the fore the issue of whether or not advocating for President Trump via clothing in a workplace where there are differing viewpoints on not only the president, but just about probably everything else is uh, is is that uh, distracting? I, I, I don't think it should be. Not in America. We're weeks before a presidential election. My goodness. Yeah, I think most people are at-will employees. And so I actually might take a different perspective on this. As much as I love President Trump and I love to wear Trump hats, I've got a couple of them myself. I I think that it's – you're welcome, Mr. President. I want you to wear the goggles, the Trump goggles. (laughs) If you know that a company has policies that say no political advertising, and if you're very well aware of those policies and if you sign a handbook, well, then the guy really doesn't have much of an argument. Now, if those were not stated policies, and as he said, he's worn his hat every day just inside his place of business. He takes yeah. it off and he's done it for yeah. four years. They're going to have was- a tougher a tougher nut to crack. And whether or not he was given warnings, that's also going to play a part of this. I also want to fill you in on this other story, Brian, because this is a little different on the other side of the proverbial aisle. And you'll see that this is a good pun for flying. American Airlines also announced this week that they're going to now allow not disallow, but allow their flight attendants to wear Black Lives Matter pins on their uniform while on duty. In addition, the company is also working to design its own pin that will show symbolic support of a diverse and inclusive work environment. Now, they say that this is a, this is American Airlines saying, quote, clearly we live in a time where it's important to have a dialogue about this important issue of racism in our society and try to find common ground, end quote. They okay. said that American is truly committed to having an inclusive culture that's welcoming to all and a reflection of our country and world. I would say if this is true, yeah. if you are giving American Airlines uh, flight attendants the right to wear a Black Lives Matter button if they choose, yep. and even it sounds like if they don't choose, then you should also give those flight attendants the right to wear a Trump 2020 pin if that's what they want to stick on themselves. All I'll say is this. I see the following being heard by thousands in the next several months. Uh, good day, ladies and gentlemen. This is the captain in the cockpit. Thanks for flying American Airlines. And we do know that, uh, you've run by the safety rules and, uh, please do a fix in the event of, um, of a pressure falling in the cabin. Please uh, put the mask on yourself and then help the person next to you. We understand that flying is very anxious, stressful, and even fearful exercise for some of our passengers. Oh, and by the way, we're going to make uh, more anxiety for you and a little more stress by turning our flight attendants into walking political debates. So you can feel free to engage them in anything from Black Lives Matter to the Tea Party to um, the Hatch Act. And we hope you enjoy your flight to Phoenix. Come on. It's terrible business. It's terrible business yeah i just i feel like if you're giving people the permission then you can't ever limit what they're going to put on their bodies or on their uniforms and uh, i don't know i think it's a it's a tough decision i think whatever the rules are obviously that's what the company has to abide by and if you want to work for the company you abide by those rules but i don't know if it's going to do american airlines any favors for sure yeah you think about the board uh, finally that made that decision because uh, they're always looking at the bottom line and why in the world they think that an issue, whether or not that phrase offends you or not, certainly the the events and happenings around it have generated great controversy and disagreement. Do you want to polarize passengers? Because we know you're 35,000 feet in a capsule flying above the earth. (laughs) 
So you don't no like more, my pin? <laughs> There's yeah, the no slide. More, right. No more anxiety, please. It's a place where we try to bring you very low anxiety. Lots of information, yeah. lots of smiles, and lots of love. You know, I went to Catholic school. Maybe maybe we should just all do uniforms, you think? Uh, where? Well, flight attendants used to wear uniforms. Oh, here at work? Well, I know, but just like a strict dress code, and then we wouldn't have yeah. the stress no, I've warmed up to that. have to I'm worry about level- offending people. I'm the lovable liberal. I was always against, even as a kid, one of my first things, no school uniforms. They have to express them. I was a dummy. I still am, sort of. I actually yeah, I'm have not changed. a dummy. Oh, now you're nice to me because I'm mean to me. See, it's a sick relationship. I think that uniforms in school, actually, I'm kind of more for that than I've ever been. And here at work, I think uniforms, yes. If you continue to wear that shirt, I'm with stupid with the direction an arrow pointed at me. I think that's hurtful. I think I have... Well, quite frankly, a lot. No, that's the official Brian and Jen uniform, so it's fine. Oh, oh, oh you know, okay, you know what? I, I have my new shirt. And yours just has a question mark on it. <laughs> well, I'm going to turn around. You haven't seen the back of it. Here we go. Ooh, I'm with right. the one who gave me COVID-19. There it is, with the arrow. There oh, you please. Go. Okay. There's yeah. no evidence supporting that. I think you're that the one that is, I, you gave it to me. You were asymptomatic. That, that Could have been walking not, around forever. That just depends what your definition of COVID is. We right. thank you for joining us. You're a carrier. And you're symptomatic. It was so wrong what you did. <laughs> okay, I'm only kidding. <laughs> Who tested negative here? Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did. It, it, where the tests are as reliable as throwing a 400 multicolored marbles into a fishbowl and trying to pick out the one pink one. It's just the, ah, folks, be well. Thank you for joining us. Download on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. SebGorka.com is home base for the Brian and Jen podcast. It's my-